Dr. Randall, the Soul Doctor, author of Soul Doctoring, Heal Yourself, Heal the Planet, shares her 40 years of experience as a cross-cultural practitioner, medical futurist, and expert in 20 different modalities of healing, along with amazing interviews with some of the leading minds in medicine and big thinkers in all walks of life. The stories of our lives are the woven energies of our soul's paths. They feed and ignite the spiritual light that nourishes the universal soul, the one mind, the cosmic consciousness where we all come together. This podcast is going to be a deep dive into the personal stories of people who have made significant contributions to the planet. What formed them? What moved them to become these leaders and innovators that inspire us so? This is weird. I can't see on my end whether it's recording or not. Are we recording? You said so on your end? Mm-hmm. Top right corner. Yeah, I you know, I can't even see it on my side. Why'd you zap us out? What? He zapped us out, so I can't see myself. Yeah, perfect. Everything's great. <laughs> okay. You're just saying that so you can leave. No, nah, he just wants to stare at his conceited ass. There you go. <laughs> oh, guys, give me a second. This is the first time I've ever done it with an iPad. It's like making love with a zebra for the first time. Sexy chocolate, baby. What's happening? <laughs> okay, are you sure? Are you sure we're nah, recording, AJ? Oh, AJ. Oh, are you sure I we're? I don't even know. Are you sure we're recording? Yeah. Okay. Let's start then. Recording in the top right. All right, what let's start. So what? In my favorite glasses. I didn't even know it was missing. Them, ah. Those are the ones I took to Cartier. So it is like, with oh, a son. Hey, we can't fix them. We're okay, let me luggage. start. Let me start. I want to welcome you guys. I want to welcome the father-son team. Okay, no talking in school. Okay, start over. I want to welcome the father-son team, Antonio and AJ McKee. The key to success, as I understand it. Antonio is the winningness Bellator coach. I'm honored to have him on. I'm honored to have AJ on. Uh, no defeats so far. 17, right? How many? Yes, ma'am. 17 with uh, 11 finishes. Who's the next? Who's the next? Uh, Who's your next either, opponent? Either Emmanuel Sanchez or Patricio Pitbull. Oh, that's why I couldn't find it because it, it gave me both and I couldn't pick one. Okay, so whoever wins that match will come to you, right? And when is that? They haven't set a date, so I'm, it's kind of up in the air at the moment. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Well, it's very exciting. Wait, wait to see what happens there. Um, you guys fought together. Well, first of all, I'm going to start with, with Antonio because he's the father and we respect the father first. He, he's the one that started all this and started you as a young boy fighting. What got you into fighting, Antonio? I needed to make some money and collect bill, collect rent. So I would go fight in the streets for money and collect money from drug, for, for drug dealers. Wow. So I got good at it. Uh-huh. And then you don't want to lose those because they'll kill you, right? <laughs> no, nah, I, I can't say that over this interview. I don't want, to be, I don't want nobody coming back and getting me. Right, something from the past, but yeah, it was it was interesting, rough life. (laughs) The past is the past, right? 
Of course. The past is the past, so we don't we don't want that. So what where did it go from that, from street fighting? Um, it went from street fighting to wrestling, and then from wrestling, actually from street fighting to boxing, mm-hmm. and then to wrestling. And yeah, because wrestling- you were a pretty good featherweight boxer, weren't you? No, I, I just did it as a, on an amateur circuit. I didn't really uh, do a lot of punching uh-huh. um, in the head. They wouldn't allow that at, at such a young age. I see. But as oh. I got older, it was easier for me to cross over into wrestling because I was more aggressive. Uh-huh. It was more like, you know, more intense. And I was a adrenaline junkie. Mm-hmm. So one thing led to another. I grabbed a couple of state championship titles, went undefeated for five years and decided to go make some money and started a, a pager business. And I, I made some good money in multiple locations. And then I was watching TV one day and saw this fighting, this USC. And I was like, wow, I think I can do that. Made uh-huh. a phone call, called up some friends. They were like, yeah, come down, try it out. How old were you then? Uh, I was 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went down, tried it out, did pretty good. They said, come back the next day and train with the pros. And when you train with the pros, had some success there. And then from that point on, I knew I just, I, I could out-wrestle everybody. So I just went in that, I went that way with uh-huh. it and, uh, you know, did pretty good. I had one of the longest winning streaks in MMA history. Wow. Uh, what was that? Uh, I think it was like eight years. Wow. I think AJ is currently on his fifth year. Uh-huh. That's it. I got three more. So far, he hasn't been breaking any of Pop's records, but he's way more entertaining fighter than I was. <laughs> <laughs> and he makes way more money than me. I think wow. he makes more money in one fight than I made in all mine. And why is he more entertaining? Well, I realized what they wanted. So his style, he wasn't really taught a style. Mm-hmm. He was just, you know, showed a bunch of stuff and then he goes out and does whatever he wants to do. And then that became a technique and it's very exciting to watch. So he has his own spin on it. Yeah, from it's what natural you for him. him. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's natural for him to to do what he does, but I didn't, I wasn't the kind of dad that made him do it my way. I mm-hmm. let him do it his way. Mm-hmm. And that's why I am with most of my fighters. I, I let them do it the way they want to do it because that's another way of doing it. Right. Then they develop so, their own style. Right. But then the technique um, is, <laughs> is similar to what it takes to win. He just puts swag to it. Uh-huh. I saw you guys on a YouTube. I was watching to study you before we did this or you were sparring. at a, Was it last year you both guys fought on the same platform? Mm-hmm. And you did, both. yeah. Tell me about that. Um, so I had brought the idea to Bellator probably a few years back, and they ended up taking the idea. They went overseas and did it, but it wasn't the same. So when we actually got to do it in our hometown in LA, and it being at the form, uh, it was just a big deal. You know, I think that was probably one of the most iconic moments of my of my career. Um, even it like was over- amazing just watching you guys. Mm-hmm. Were you there? No, but I watched the films and things from there. Oh, so yeah, it was just uh, that was a big part, you know. I'd say that was one of my favorite moments. I'd say even over getting a belt, you know what I mean? Bel- mm-hmm. Belts are gonna be there, they're gonna come and go, but to be able to fight with your father on you know, on the line on your father's side, that I think that was just like a big, uh, 
big piece to me. That's huge. I think we should do it again. Run it back. Yeah. I'm gonna do that. I'm, I need to go fight Chris Brennan. Mm. So, hey, t- so tell me about you your tell me about too. your tag names, you guys. How do you get a tag name? I notice everybody has one. That um, Antonio, you were the uh, Mandingo. Where'd that come from? We we'll call him the Godfather now. Yeah, I changed my Mandingo name because I'm not a sex symbol anymore. I'm not a sex slave. I changed up my life, gave my life to the Lord, and so I changed it to the Godfather now because I'm always talking about God and I'm everybody's daddy. I like that. I like that. And I I noticed that. So you boogie also, right? You Thanks boogie with God. Answer. You boogie with God. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, that too. That was cool. I like that. Anyway, uh, tell me more about boogieing. Boogieing? Gang- gangsters don't dance; they boogie, right? <laughs> I have a good memory. Uh, <laughs> When you're against the guys, you catch the Holy Ghost, you get the spirit. I like it. That spirit hits you, you get the, you know, you ain't no telling what you might do. <laughs> I like so, it very yeah, much. I just, I'm just an open book, having fun, loving life, mm-hmm. living for the creator and just everything's great. And yeah. AJ is a mercenary. Yeah. How, how did you get that name, AJ? I fuck shit up. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, come on. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm a contract killer, you know what I mean? I, I sign okay. that contract, I show up, and I do my job. But uh, that's inside the cage. Outside of the cage, I'm also very good hands-on with uh, my arsenal. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, the mercenary. I don't. If I wasn't fighting, I'd probably, I'd probably be a contract killer or some military guru. He's so, being very modest. He's, he's being very modest. He likes beautiful women. He likes to party. He likes fast cars. He likes to live on the edge. He likes to go real fast. Adrenaline. I so mean, he's kind of like his dad, it. right? He's kind of like his dad? Uh, I hate to say this, but yes. <laughs> yes, it's my fault. Must be in the blood. It's in the blood. It's in the blood. Well, t- <laughs> tell me what about the million-dollar mindset. Uh, the million dollar mindset is, uh, I don't know. It's just my mindset. Uh, since I was a kid, I always had my, my mind set on a million dollars. So I feel like that's my first check. You know what I mean? I know I've made 17 checks, but none of those are real checks to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that ticket, you know what I mean? It's, it's a ticket. That's like a golden ticket. It's a million dollars. So where are you uh, going to go from there? To two mil. and then the three and then to a hundred yeah i think you're gonna go much more than that yeah so it's just that's my first ticket you know that's my first write-off to myself is is a million dollars that's nice was that really you in that picture on instagram uh snowboarding oh yeah full send Uh, all the way (laughs) all the way i'm gonna post a video flying and it's right next to the condominiums and stuff yeah Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy the way the uh, the picture was took. The uh, the houses look further, and then I look like way up here. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of yeah. cool angle. Very cool, very cool. I love it. So, um, what it, what do you really like when you go in the ring? Tell me, what is your real mindset? Kill or be killed. So do you, do you have emotion or no emotion? Uh, I would say, yeah. Um, I'm a very emotional fighter. 
Um, uh-huh. I think that's, that's why I'm gifted the way that I am. Mm-hmm. Um, when I go in there, it's my mind goes blank and I become someone else. You know what I mean? It's even like me. When I look in my eyes, it don't look like me. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's that's someone different in there. But when I'm in there, so you do change. You change. Oh, for sure. My mindset definitely switches. It, it's mm-hmm. literally kill or be killed. I'm trying to break arms, choke people out. Like I'm, I'm literally trying to kill this person that's across from me. I'm trying to take them out. You know what I mean? I want them out of there as fast as possible. However, that sure. arises. So uh, that Makia teen was dope, man. That was unbelievable. I couldn't yeah, I've been doing that since that I was a kid. I've been doing that one since I was a kid. My dad used to hate that move. I thought he liked. I thought he taught you it. Was that, what is that guy, Darian Caldwell? He Hardwell. T- he t- Hardwell. He just tapped out. You know, he's like, yeah. I'm done. He's about to rip his back off. He modified it with the leg triangle. It's usually a move. My coach used to get mad at me for doing it because you give up near fall. Yeah, wrestling, You, it's like a, a roll. You can you can roll them through, but if you get stuck on your back, you're, you're, you're stuck. And wrestlers will kind of give you the arm and just be stuck there. Uh-huh. So then he started rolling people with it. He put the leg inside and roll people. But uh, me being long, I, I knew I could lock up the body triangle. That's why I locked up the body triangle first, played off the hip, and then shot the underhook. Because I knew at that point uh, he couldn't go anywhere. Even if he rolled, you know, my legs were already triangled. He, he couldn't really roll. He'd just fall to the side. Those long legs. And create more torque on the body. Mm-hmm. That was something. So you guys have certain planned moves if you get in a certain situation, I guess, huh? Yeah. I got this planned move for you. Yeah, what's that? It's about that zebra you were talking about. (laughs) 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 What would you say if I told you I've uh, ridden horses with zebras before? I mean, like right alongside them in Africa. You never rode on a Mandingo, though. <laughs> no, I have not. I don't. No, I'm just, I'm just being. Funny. I know, I know. So tell me, what is your your ultimate, AJ? What I mean, I know you want to win. I know you're gonna win. I know you're gonna, you know, advance. Hundred, but hundred mil per fight. But what what are you really going for, other than the money? Shit, change my kids' life. Well, my kids grow up they ain't got to worry about nothing you know what i mean their mortgage is paid their house is paid nice yeah just like if all the bills are paid you know what i mean i, I don't want my kids to have to work you know what i mean i want them to enjoy what they do i want them to to be passionate and, and mm-hmm. love what they do um there's been a point in my career where i had to fight even when i didn't want to fight you know bills gotta get paid i gotta do this i gotta do that so for me, it was finding the fun back in what I love to do and just knowing my calling at that point, you know, and knowing what I got to I got to go do. So uh-huh. for me, in the end, I, I don't want my kids to have to have that option. I don't want my little brother to have to have that option. Oh, I got to go do this. Like, you don't want to work. He shouldn't have to work. You know what I mean? But obviously his lifestyle and the way he'll grow up, he's going to want to do something and whatever he picks, like he he's they're going to have that motivation, that drive, you know. Mm-hmm. Because they've had the platform already kind of set out in front of them. Look, this is what your brother did. This is what your dad did. This is what your grandpa did. We've built this empire from the ground up. So right. for, for y'all to go do whatever y'all want, I mean, the platform, you know what I mean? The seed's already been watered. You know, it's sure. just growing. Now. So what's your end point? I mean, uh, you know, you, 
you're you're not gonna fight forever. You're gonna teach. You're gonna like your dad does, or I don't know. Um, shit, I like the Floyd lifestyle. <laughs> What's that? I said I like the Floyd lifestyle. You make a hundred hundred mil per fight, beat people up, and, and beat up YouTubers. You know what I mean? <laughs> you ain't even gotta fight no more. That's that's the cost of being the best. You know what I mean? You get to pick and choose what bouts right. you want, who, who right. you fight, what your check is. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's a big key in the motivation for me right now is being able to to get through this tournament, have a million dollars, and go sit down and be like, all right, well, what's what's next? You know? Yeah. And at that point, um, being undefeated is is a lot of leverage. Yeah. Especially with the the accolades, the finishes, just everything that comes with the 17, 18 and 0 after the tournament. Mm-hmm. So, Antonio, how many little fighters you got coming up there in your family? Sheesh. Everybody's got a fight. It's part of the McKee, the McKee tradition. It's part of the blood. Life is a fight. You know? Yeah, it's true. Believe me, I know. I've had my <laughs> own fights. You, you wouldn't think it, but uh, I won't even go into it, but how many actual little fighters you got? How many well, kids? Um, I have my daughter should have fought, but I just didn't want her doing it at the time. But she was really good. She's mm-hmm. like AJ um, was striking. But I have another son that's three years old who's just already fighting. He's already uh-huh. going at it. Arm bars. I saw pictures of that. Guillotine. Oh. Yeah, he's he's he does it. Yeah. He was fighting Rampage yesterday. Beating yeah. Rampage up. I'm gonna post that online. I'm gonna post it online today. Awesome. That's great. Well, it must fill you with a lot of uh satisfaction, Antonio, to see AJ succeed the way he does. Yeah, it feels good to to see my genes doing it better than me. <laughs> and now, you know, it's just like all that hard work for me paid off being a responsible dad. And that's what I try to tell people like Maybe the cards weren't laid out for me to be that guy. But if they were, maybe I wouldn't have been the father that I would have been, you know? So I think at the end of the day, if you look at family and the values and what's more important, I think God has a way of making sure that it all works out right in the end anyway. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I I don't regret anything. I'm glad I was the way I was and did the things that I did because it gave me the knowledge and experience that I have today. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to teach it from all angles. You know, mm-hmm. I train a lot of, a lot of celebrity fighters, it's mm-hmm. not just AJ, but I believe all those fighters combined, it gave me a better understanding to help him with his career. Fabulous. Well, I just love you guys and I'm like a, a real fan now. <laughs> so I'll be watching and we'll do this again. After you okay. Wait. Thank you. I'm going to go put Pitbull on the leash. <laughs> take, him, and, take him to the pound for being a little bad dog. And I'm gonna go see if I can find that zebra you were talking about. <laughs> okay, I love you guys. All right, you take care. Right, Thank you for the interview. Bye. This is Dr. Gail Randall from Soul Stories and author of Soul Doctoring. Heal Yourself, Heal the Planet. I want to thank Saltology, our sponsor, at bathsalt.com. 
which fits perfectly into my medicine bag as, as it, like me, calls upon the ancient wisdom and modern technology to heal, especially with the stresses and ills of our modern times. The Bokak brand uses organic salts combined with organic essential oils sourced from ancient Egypt to provide a perfect remedy for your bathing ritual and healing from modern stresses. The Relief RX brand is a unique one-of-a-kind healing salt that uses organic CBD, treated with a unique emulsification process to create nanoparticles which easily enter the skin to most effectively heal and relieve aching muscles and joints. Whether from chronic inflammation or just a rough workout, this is the perfect healing bath especially when you add the organic essential oils of neroli, lavender, eucalyptus, or grapefruit. Your body, mind, and soul will be lifted and soothed like never before. Go now to bathsalt.com. I also want to give special thanks to Larry Antonino and Agora Borealis Recording Studio for music and score, and also to close to the earth.com for IT and computer assistance. <laughs>